My father said at my bat mitzvah when I was 13, your family are the ones who will pick you up at the airport. <laughs> this was supposed to be a funny line. <laughs> because when I heard him say that, I shuddered. I thought it was the worst thing anybody had ever said in front of a group of my family. Because what he was talking about was his life dream which he and my mom had first joked about a few years prior. I really thought it was a joke. We want to move to Australia. <laughs> Shit. I grew up in suburban North Carolina, which you might not have heard of. It's in the southeast of the US. And <laughs> I was pretty average there, just fine. But I didn't really have a desire to go away. So they started joking, oh, we're going to move to Australia. We're going to take a sabbatical in Australia. And I hoped that they were kidding. <laughs> but then they started dropping it into conversation with their friends <laughs> and our cousins. Oh, sorry, we can't go on our annual trip next year because we'll be in Australia. And I said, get me out of this family. So there I was at my bat mitzvah. My father's trying to send me this lovely message. Your family will pick you up at the airport no matter where you are. And we're going two weeks later. Not thrilled. <laughs> and we got to Sydney. And I felt totally out of my comfort zone. My parents tried to uh, encourage me to embrace the experience. They let me choose the school I would attend which backfired for them, as you might have anticipated. Um, it probably would have back, their plan of Australia would have backfired no matter what school I went to. I was uh, pretty awkward, recently freed of my braces, 13-year-old pudgy kid. I had to go to school in Australia where they have uniforms. <laughs> I had plaid khaki pants. The uniform was pretty expensive for an, a six-month-long investment, so we went to the second-hand store, and I had to buy a cardigan and a blazer. And they only had a cardigan that was one size too big and a blazer that was one size too small. And when I wore them with my tie, I couldn't really <laughs> move my arms. <sighs> but nonetheless... I started year nine or whatever it was with kids who were one year older than me. And I thought, well, maybe Zen, I can do this. Wrong. <laughs> Couldn't handle it. They were way too cool for me. All of this talk about being 14 and going to Rolling Stone concerts, not me. <laughs> no, no, no. There was drinking in my school. I couldn't take it. After about a month, I started trying to convince my parents, oh, I just shouldn't go to school anymore. And they said, I don't think so. You're going. After six weeks or so, I came home and I told my mother, today, I didn't speak one word all day long. And she, she was pretty good, but... Uh, sent me off to school the next day. It didn't really get better, so after three months, I got sick. 
wink, wink, wink. I was sick for two weeks, and after that she did decide it was better for me to stay home. And for the rest of my time in Australia, the highlights of my life were walking up the street to buy chips with my allowance when I could afford it. That was a big deal. Watching neighbors. Highlight. Yep. Needless to say, I wasn't too disappointed when the six months came to a close and we went back to North Carolina. By the end of it, I should add, I was talking to myself. I distinctly remember this one time I found a trampoline somewhere and I was like bouncing and having a full on conversation with only me. This was a low, t a low point in my life. So anyway. That was a while ago. We went back to North Carolina. I continued in middle school, high school, had friends, went to college, decided that this one trip to Sydney probably um, shouldn't define the rest of my life. So after college, or in college, I spent some time living in Europe. After college, a friend and I whew, moved to Southern Africa together. We had never been to Africa before, and that was quite the adventure. And. Um, moved to a big city, Philadelphia, for my first professional work experience. And after about a year in Philadelphia, I answered the phone to my father. And he said, guess what? What, Dad? I got a job in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom said, oh my god, now I have to go there forever. I kind of made this joke 15 years ago. So my parents are moving to Sydney. That was rough for me, even though I hated Sydney. <laughs> so um, anyway, to make a longer story much shorter, I ended up coming with them just for a few months to kind of smooth my mother's transi transition into Australia. And um, a few months became almost two years. And I've been here since September 2011, and I've had an experience that I couldn't have dreamt of. I um, found myself in a really weird and unique and wonderful graduate school program. I have a group of friends of people who, many of whom have moved to Australia to experience a part of the world that was extremely foreign to them so that they could better understand who they are and what their place in the world is. Uh, most of them are watching this State of Origin game tonight, not here. Because <laughs> they, they love this, this new place that they call home. Um, and now I'm so privileged to know that no matter where I am in the world, somebody will always pick me up at the airport. I'll always have someone to pick up at the airport. And I know that even if the first time is a really tough time, Maybe it shouldn't be the last time to give it a go.